Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. Here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. How we doing? I'm good. I'm awake. Well, little, that's an little accomplishment. Sip of, little sip of coffee. I've been working so hard this week. Uh, I've got a honeydew list that's yes, longer you than time. I am. You were tall. a bachelor for the week, so I thought it was going to be cigars and brandy and thirty-six holes a day. See, you don't know me very well. Uh, I can't sit still, and so if there's work to be done, there's work to be done. And I got out there and did what I needed to do. I sound like something off of. Uh, well, Gold Rush, if you watch the History Channel. Yeah, it's, uh, we, you know, a guy's got to do what a guy's got to do. Come on, people. Uh, but I did. I, I didn't complete the, the list, but I got a pretty big dent into it. There you go. But you did manage to get some golf in. The, uh, I did. The Royal Oaks Invitational out there? Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know how many years it's been around, like forever at Royal Oaks. Well, that was Country that the Club. one you had Rop play in a few years ago? He did play in it. He shot like 83 or yeah, something. Yeah, I think they lost his invitation. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he's not playing in it this year uh, because there's a lot of – I'm not saying Rop is a top amateur, but if you want to watch some of the top amateurs from around the state, they're playing at Royal Oaks Country Club uh, yesterday in some pretty nasty weather. Uh, today's going to be decent for them. Tomorrow might be yeah, a bit Sunday, on the ugly Sunday's side. Sunday's not looking good. There's, uh, yeah, the big storm cell blowing through before uh, things heat up next week. We'll get back to uh, sunny 70s, 80s, and I think it'll be uh, more comfortable for everybody here real soon. Right, but I can tell you that uh, bad weather tends to weed out the guys who can't handle it, yep. and the good players will rise to the 
the, the top, and that's what you're going to see out at Royal Oaks. And that's what we saw, we'll see next week at Torrey Pines, the, right? the U.S. Open uh, getting set next week down there. A lot of the players are there. This week, uh, they're in South Carolina. It's a makeshift event because it was supposed to be the RBC Canadian Open, but uh, the border's still closed up there. So uh, they went to Congaree back in South Carolina. Uh, we'll update that here in a little bit when we go inside the ropes. But uh, we, a lot of things to ponder. And yeah, it's we'll, outside the actual playing the game. Yeah. In a way. Well, Lexi Thompson, her uh, meltdown on the back nine at Olympic Club, where she seemingly had the U.S. Open locked up. Five-shot lead, I think, after eight holes in the final round. And it slowly got away from her. Well, it it really fell apart about the eleventh hole. Yeah, uh, but there were signs early on that Lexi was not a hundred percent. Certainly not like she played on Saturday. No question. Which was some of the best golf she's played in years. And then uh, she had really had a yeah. problem. Her her swing broke down. We're going to talk more about that. Yeah, we'll talk more okay. about that. Uh, we got John Rahm, who had a tournament in the bag, a six-shot lead at the Ooh. Memorial. He played one of the more amazing rounds and then got word there just as he was coming off the course from round three that he had tested positive for COVID, couldn't finish. And so that opened up a can of worms that uh, Commissioner Jay Monahan certainly wished he he had been lucky, frankly, lucky to avoid Yeah. <laughs> at this point. We had had people test positive, but that was before tournaments started and didn't really affect what was going on in tournament play. But you had one of the top players in the world who was dominating a course, looking to repeat and get closer to Dustin Johnson as the world number one. And then he had to go. He had to exit stage left. Wake up, players. Yeah. If you're going to if you. Your what income, your livelihood depends on you playing and you can't play because you were yeah. not didn't think the the vaccination was going to help you. I, I'm not sure what his reason for not being vaccinated was, but come on, you've got a, a wife and a little baby and you need to protect them. You need to protect your livelihood. And what do you Oh, I'm just a little too busy to get vaccinated doesn't make sense no no it doesn't it doesn't to me either and then uh brooksy doubling down on bryson this yes. isn't going away anytime soon and while it's great for people like us it's fascinating on social media uh there's one particular guy who's gonna have to deal with this head on and he is not very happy about it now, do you have any audio on from, from? We do. We're going to hear from Brooks. So he did. Okay. Uh, he played this week, did not make the cut out at Congaree. Uh, but he was asked about kind of some explanation and his view on it. And is it, uh, you know, people try, trying to understand the mind of, of Brooks Kepka is a little difficult because he, he doesn't give you much. Um, but he's great on social media. He is from a different school. He 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 played other team sports, and there is this competitive fire and and poking your opponent that comes from that world. Yeah, that traditionally has not been in golf. It's always been a gentlemanly. So, what's know, the difference between being an individual sport, uh, sport like golf or tennis, yeah. 
and a team sport. What's the different mentality? I don't know because there's some individual sports too where that happens. You you look at track and field and sprinters. There's trash talking going on all the time. There are mind games and all of that stuff. We know Seve Ballesteros kind of was infamous for him, especially in Ryder Cups. Uh-huh. Gamesmanship, they might call it a little bit, but not as overt as what we're seeing. Well, I think it's because it's available. Yeah. Uh, it, they didn't tweet back in Seve's days, and if they had, that would have been interesting too. And this would certainly be, you know, old hat. But now you've got I. You know, it's funny. I can follow Brooks Kepka, so I must think a lot like him. Duchambeau, I can't follow him at all. No, I think that's the difference. Yeah, I think uh, I think Brooks is his mentality is understood a lot more, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to affect him. He's like. Uh, it's well, just part of the deal. Yeah, he's, he's just still yeah. not playing good golf right now, but I don't know how much of that is – well, I shouldn't say that. He almost took Phil down at at Kiowa Island. So, Well, I think Kepka's got a different perspective on the game, and yep. that may be from the team sport perspective is that you win some and you lose some. Yeah. And if you lose, it's not a big deal. Uh, and you get up for – you know, you play your best in a World Series game or in a playoff football yep. game. Uh, and other than that, you you don't necessarily go through the motions. But you you play hard, but your expectations are much different. So we'll uh, get into a little bit more about that. We'll hear from Brooks Kepka. Uh, Pete Samuels uh, from Ping is going to join us in the business of golf. Uh, talk about uh, the latest... Uh, uh, equipment that's available from ping here and uh, what might be into i'm i picked up i finished with um my fittings and so i've got the last three clubs on order and one of them is a, a hybrid from ping g425 nice awesome. four hybrid to just in that 195 to 205 range where i want a little bit more control that's a pretty long hybrid uh so my four well, hybrid I'm, didn't go that far well i'm hitting i'm hitting the the new five iron about 185 to 190. Well, you and I had a lesson. This yeah, we'll last talk about week. that too. Yeah, and I'm just now recovering from that. It was, I will, we will talk about it because well, I you have, were, well, one, you're excellent tutelage. And once it took effect there a little bit, then you're like, wow, I was you, impressed. You might have a golf swing in there. Yeah, I was impressed. You really have improved from earlier days. And I had in my mind the old swag swing which is really a nightmare. Uh, it's one you don't want to have yeah. dreams about at night. The Your new swing, uh, you could step back and go, this is not a Mona Lisa, but it's it's certainly got possibilities. You yeah. know, it, it's, it's painting itself You can itself hang it in well. the lobby of the museum. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't I would get say its own in the exhibit, restroom. But, oh. it, it would hang well in the restroom. <laughs> so you're saying it's the art your kid brings home, and you go, you know what? We're going to put that right up on the fridge. It's on yeah, the fridge. And There's right a big old there, magnet so on it. we can all yeah. see it. And we're not going to apply for an art scholarship no. just yet. But we appreciate the effort. Right. All right, so much to get to uh, today, but we'll start, as always, by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Well, the European Tour is in Sweden. Annika Sorenstam, Henrik Stenson hosting a very unique event for the first time. Uh, the women of the Ladies European Tour, the Men's European Tour on the course. 
together, grouped together, playing in the same tournament for the same prize money. It's been some fun to watch um, through three rounds. You've got Caroline Headwall, Alice Hewson, along with Reese Enoch, Jason Scrivener, um, all tied at 12 under par. Uh, so it, it it's really been fun. They've paired. So Annika and Henrik played together. And you've got some other uh, groupings there with men and women playing the same course. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like that format. And then I know the schedule is kind of tough for the PGA Tour, but this would be a a really good way to uh, maybe polish the PGA brand yeah. and and elevate the LPGA brand. There's no reason you can't have some of them, and whether it's an off-season event, maybe in December or something. They used to have the old Wendy's 3 Tour Challenge, but yeah. I'd like to see them playing together. Maybe it's a team event. Do something, but there's no reason why the men and the women can't be out there no, and I figuring think it out together. We talk about growing the game. Brooks Kepka is talking about his fight with Duchambeau yeah. growing the game. That doesn't grow the game, really. This would. But uh, but he was uh, working with Mel Reed. You remember at the yeah. U.S. Open, they yeah. were and how to did put that them as out? a team together out in an event. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, it, it would be. It didn't work out well for Mel Reed. You know, no, weekend got away from her. Yeah. Uh, Champions Tour is in Madison, Wisconsin, the American Family Insurance Championship. Uh, our good buddy, Miguel Angel Jimenez, he of the outstanding uh, fitness programs, has a two-shot lead, seven under par. Jerry Kelly there at five under. Uh, Jim Furyk, Freddie Couples at four under. But uh, Miguel just keeps chugging away. He seems to find a victory come, you know. Get it going. The red wine is flowing. The cigars are a smoking, and uh, he's happy. Yeah, he doesn't do yoga. Uh, I don't know obviously. what you call and that. Somebody said he was sweating like a pig. Did you read that? <laughs> he's sweating like a pig, but he's playing good golf. I don't know who said it, but uh, and they probably wouldn't admit that they did. But can you imagine the uh, uh, on hill with a you know his big cigar and oh his yeah barrel chest out there. Sweating away, but seven under par is a good good uh, start to his his week. And last week, Stephen Ames uh, hunted down fellow Canadian Mike Weir and won the uh, Principal Charity Classic. Two Canadians head-to-head. -head. Yeah, coming back from seven back to get him. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like Alexei Thompson. Thing. Exactly. Uh, the Corn Ferry Tour is in, where are they, Greer, South Carolina, Everybody's yep. in South Carolina this week. It's the BMW Charity Pro-Am presented by Cinex Corporation. Justin Lower is your leader. They had to finish up this morning. A little bit of rain down there in South Carolina. 16 under. He's got a one-shot lead over Michael Miller and Nito Pereira of Chile, uh, who was last week's winner and coming back strong. He's just won back at 15 under. But uh, with that victory, Nito's essentially secured his tour card. Yeah, and he's actually got a chance to, well, kind of secure it if he wins this week, he definitely has secured it because he'll have three wins on the tour, uh, and he can move on. Nothing like playing in South Carolina in 93-degree yeah. temperature and 140, you know, on the uh, humidity scale, the uh, whatever scale that is. That is really painful. I heard uh, someone on the Golf Channel say, oh, there's a little breeze. Thank God. <laughs> the oh. wind started to blow a little bit. Um very tough. This uh, Justin Lower. Justin Lower, yeah. I couldn't figure out how to pronounce his name, whether it's tomato or tomato. <laughs> anyway, he's uh, this guy's been around a while. 
Uh, you have a lot of these veterans out there. Uh, I don't know his age, but uh, he was ranking 192nd in strokes gain uh, in tee to green. So he, he couldn't hit a fairway, uh, and if he did hit a fairway, he couldn't, couldn't hit a green. But he was a great putter. Uh, and this week, he's actually hitting fairways and greens, which is really important Yep. Uh, if you're going to win any tournament. Ask Again, ask Lexi. If you're not hitting a fairway, not hitting a green, uh, and you can't putt, you're not going to win. The women staying in the Bay Area for the LPGA Metaheel Championship in Daly City. Danielle Kang is your leader after two rounds, a uh, 66 in round two to grab the lead at seven under. One shot clear of Lauren Kim and Leona McGuire. Jenny Coleman, Jane Park, Allison Lee all in the mix at four under par. Charlie Hole at minus three. Angel Yin at minus three as well. But uh, Danielle Kang who flirted with contention in the early uh, rounds of the U S open. And then uh, seemingly Olympic reached up and, and bit a lot of the top contenders in one particular round. Uh, and if you couldn't put it in the fairway at Olympic club, you were in a heap of trouble with that rough. Yeah. And I, and Lake Merced's very similar to that. It's tight. Um, you have obviously the same weather issues, uh, but a lot of heavy rough, uh, Daniel Kang actually has been having a, a fairly good year, and I really look for her to do quite well here. Leona McGuire, uh, see the opening round 65 was a real shot for her. Um, she came close to matching the course record or yep. beating it, uh, and she bogeyed uh, her last hole, which is unfortunate. It was a par five where... Um, you know, it's possible to make birdie, but she ended up making bogey and, and lost out. Um, who else is out there? Uh, Wee West. Is that small, West? Or, oh, Michelle Wee Michelle. West. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, struggling last yeah, week. Yeah, she's at, just trying to come back. Yeah. Um, so she'll continue to... You know, try and put it together. If she ever puts it together, she certainly has the athleticism and the, to to get it going. But well, everyone wants to see her come yes, back. Yes, very much so. Uh, she says seventy four eighty at the Olympic Club. So, since these two golf courses are very similar, I'm not surprised that she's still struggling. But uh, she's got a ways to come back. Yeah. Um, just having a kid and coming back right away is is pretty tough. Uh, a whole different mental approach to playing the game the your perspective is different now it's about family and yep. not just about you know me so uh we look forward to her playing well what's your opinion on how well the americans are doing uh they didn't do very well at they at didn't the do US well open. at the uh, u.s open overall so we'll see they came out uh you know winning the first three or four tournaments but uh have tailed off and we're seeing i think one we didn't see too many from asia over here playing those early tournaments as covid was still uh running rampant and people were concerned about it but now that uh, we see a lot of the the foreign players coming in it's a little bit more competitive we'll talk a little bit more about that we'll get to the pga tour as well here getting going this morning it's golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 820 this morning, Jason Swigart, Harold Bluestein with you. Pete Samuels from Ping going to join us in the business of golf coming up at 845. But uh, we continue on and extended inside the ropes here this morning. Lots, just a lot going on. Some of it inside the ropes, some of it outside. Um, but the PGA Tour uh, sticking around in South Carolina, third tournament this year there. This was supposed to be the RBC Canadian Open, but uh, with the border still closed, uh, they wanted to have an event. And so Congaree Golf Course uh, down there in South Carolina uh, putting this event together. And uh, South Carolina native the Palmetto Championship there. Dustin Johnson, which is two back behind Chesson Headley. Uh, who's one of those kind of journeyman guys burst onto the scene, won rookie of the year on the PGA tour in the uh, 03 or 13, 14 season, and then has been bouncing back and forth. He spent time on the corn Ferry tour, but in position here to get a, a second win. If he can hold off Dustin Johnson, then it's uh, two more back to Tain Lee at seven under Harris English, Ches Reeve at six under. I think everybody is looking if Dustin Johnson uh, doesn't uh, make, too many bad swings. I think everybody's expecting him to uh, round into shape because he's had a tough season in the majors so far. Well, my first question is, what's a palmetto? It's the uh, state tree of South Carolina. It's a tree. Yeah. Does it have fruit? That I don't know. I know it has flowers. Okay. Do we have a crack research team that can? I don't know. Ask Will. Let's... Well, that's I know our... the palmetto is a tree. Why are that's... you asking me? Because you're our crack research Person that's not on my resume. Well, <laughs> do you still just crack you have on a your resume? resume? <laughs> you, Look. you know, they don't hire people here with resumes. I, I know you have they to don't. walk in without one. I've seen your contract, yeah. I know, <laughs> and it is well written. I, yeah, yes. you got some lawyers I had over a there, my friend. Team of lawyers on that contract. Yeah. Okay, so that enough about the palmetto. Yeah. We don't know anymore. No, the palmetto is the state tree of South Carolina. Okay. That I know for certain. All right, so text in and let us know what a palmetto is because you out there listening are our crack research team. They indeed are. Uh, uh, so what were we so talking yeah, so about? So DJ, DJ looking to get into shape, obviously. Uh, played, trying, 
played really well until the last hole. Yeah. Yes, they double bogeyed it, and I watched it. And Dustin Johnson said that he's got to hit fairways, yep. and he doesn't always hit fairways. It's interesting. He said that he lost the club at the top of his backswing in his glove hand, which would be his left hand, which is uh, happens a lot. You're, uh, my tip for the day is uh, if you are one of them, there will be many to follow. Yes. Uh, if you're, I see it a lot in players. They lose the club out of the last three fingers of the left hand at the top of the backswing. If you do that, you have altered the club face, and you are not going to hit the ball straight no matter how hard you try. So the control hand is the left. So you need to hold. You don't need to hold on to it tighter. But you just need to make sure that those that club does not fall out of those fingers. So like Dustin Johnson. Yes. Okay. So if he can't put it in the fairway, he plays well here. Looks like he's got the putter rolling. Uh, that bodes well for him uh, at Torrey Pines next week. Last week, of course, uh, the big news: John Rahm played one of the better rounds you've seen in the third round. He built a six-shot lead at uh, Jack's place at Muirfield Village and then was told coming off the 18th green that he had tested positive for COVID and was forced to withdraw under the protocols. Um, so many things to assess there. One, they knew that he was under the contact tracing based on a contact coming into it. Uh, so he was getting tested every day. So I think he understood this was a possibility he was he was asymptomatic so i think that was probably said i feel okay i don't feel like i'm catching anything so right. um so there's two issues here one for jay monahan should the pga tour be more forceful uh in trying to get pga tour players to get vaccinated the the reports are barely over half of the uh the pga tour uh, player fields are vaccinated and two if they let him play knowing what was going on there you know was told well why don't you just let him play by himself and continue in the tournament at that point well that's interesting i don't have an answer for the second one to have him play by himself but that would be breaking their the rules and they they set down the rules very clearly a year and a half ago yeah, when this all started. They said, this is the way we're going to run it. And I know it makes a lot of people upset that you can't change the rules, but they definitely have been very successful enforcing these rules, and they are going to stick with them. Um, he did not have an option. He had to, he had to come out. Uh, it wasn't his choice, and it's not anyone else's choice. Now, can the tour insists the players be vaccinated i don't think they have a legal leg to stand on well, there there'll be some players that just won't stand for it yeah. whatsoever uh because for we, whatever reason yeah well it's it's just like the public there's a lot of idiots out there that don't understand that you know it's a greater good and even for these players here it's your livelihood so so it has to be their decision hopefully uh this is a wake-up call for other players they do not uh, report on who has been vaccinated for obvious reasons, but I would imagine they're going to be, they've got to get a little bit north of of 50%, higher than north of yeah. 
I'm surprised it's not at 75%. Yeah. Uh, And I wonder if there's a little bit more information that the PGA, you know, they can, they can help with that in internally. Well, the, through the, the issue, advisory council and all that, let's let's get some more information out there. If, if, if people who say they don't have enough information, I don't know what they're doing at this point. It's all over the place. But yeah, I don't either. It's interesting. That a point was brought up: if the tour can tell players, we will suspend you for jumping ship and going to another tour. Why can't they insist on players being vaccinated? Um, I again, it's it's a sticky subject, but it's it looks a little bit uh, inconsistent to yeah. me. So it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Not only with John Rahm, who is going to be a heavy favorite uh, if he's able to get through quarantine. With that's the other piece. He had a quarantine for I forget ten, 10 days. days. Yeah. So he's probably not going to get to. Uh, Tory Pines till late Tuesday or Wednesday morning to play a practice round. Now, fortunately, this is a venue that they play regularly. Uh, conditions will obviously be different, but uh, he'll be familiar with the course. Well, the the rough will be a little longer. It'll yeah. be firmer and drier. Uh, this is not like new to him. He should be just fine playing it. Uh, but this is again a decision he made. So he he. Yeah. Made his bed. He's got to sleep in it. So that's uh, that's the issue there. Uh, we need a break. We're going to come back for the tip segment. We're going to talk about Lexi Thompson blowing a five-shot lead in the final round of the U.S. Women's Open. If we have time, we'll also get your tips. Uh, if uh, you were the Ryder Cup captain, how you would handle the uh, Kepka-Bryson issue that's not going away. I would not handle it like Steve Stricker because I... I love controversy. <laughs> so we'll get to that. We're making the turn here. It's Golf of the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 831 here. We're making the turn. Center and St. follows us. Then we've got Padres and Mets coming up at 1230. And the nightcap, 5 o'clock. Our coverage begins Jazz and Clippers game three back in L.A. Utah leading that series uh, two games to none. So that is uh, the day lining up for you here on the fan. But uh, we get right back into it. Uh, The Women's U.S. Open, I thought it was fantastic that it was being played at Olympic Club. I look forward to seeing more top women's championship events played on the top courses that we see regularly used for men's championships. Uh, and I think it's more interesting too, because the yardage for, for amateurs that are avid amateurs, 
regardless of your handicap, but people that go out there and practice and play regularly, watch the women when they play on this, because I think it was set up at like 6,450 yards or something like that, which is a yardage that a lot of good amateur players can handle as opposed to what they do with them at 7,800 yards at Kiowa Island is just not possible for, unless you are a top amateur or tour player, you cannot play courses like that. Well, 7,800 yards takes me two days to play that. Yeah. I, you need a Sherpa way too long. The, uh, I'm about 2000 yards shorter than that. And, and that's my comfort zone. 6,400 yards is a lot longer than you think, particularly when you've got tight fairways and rough. But uh, I think if you were wanting to have one of those experiences or something, that's a yardage that you could – like Forest Hills from the Blues is about 6,300 yards. And, and you that's play where, that all the and, time? And that's where I'm playing now. I'm regularly playing at, at the Blues. Mm-hmm. And so – because that seems like a yardage that if I can start to work a game and a swing to be able to to do that – well, I'd say anything from 61 to 64. Yeah. 64 is a little long. 63 would be better. And you might say, well, what's the difference of 100 yards? Well, if you... I mean, what it at, depends at, on where it is. Look at the par threes. Yep. And and that's where a lot of yardage is, is tacked on. Uh, sometimes on a par five, but still most par fives are three-shot uh, holes anyway to get to the green. Uh, but check the par threes and check the long par fours. Uh, anything over about 425 is really going to be an issue for you. And those are those are long par fours. But Lexi Thompson certainly had the length. Uh, she had a few 300-yard drives. She had the amazing round Saturday to put herself in contention. She built a five-stroke lead at the tour- turn going into her final nine holes. And seemingly all she had to do was par out basically yeah oh it, she didn't the the pressure two less two less bogeys yeah on the back nine she shot 41 two but less all bogeys. of a sudden where she, she had been striping it uh on on saturday mm-hmm. uh hitting just some great drives putting herself in position all of a sudden she lost it and was constantly in the rough those par th- par fives where when she put it in the fairway, she could go for it in two and give herself tap-in birdies, if not eagle chances. Now she's in the rough, and you're just having to chop out to get back in the fairway and scrambling to make par. Yeah, it was tough, uh, and there's a lot of blame that can go around. I personally, um, when she when she came up short on 18 and dumped it in the bunker, she said she got the wind wrong. Well, I'll tell you what, why do you have a caddy? And in a lot of ways, your caddy, he's not hitting the ball. But they are responsible for... uh, Presenting the framework of the shot. Correct. Now, granted, it was 100 yards. She had a gap wedge in her hand. And that's, you know, 100 yards with a gap wedge. That's an easy shot, even for me to to hit the gap wedge. But... um, under the circumstances, and if there was wind in her face, why was she trying to get a little more out of it? The mistake for her was hitting the ball short. So if there's a mistake to be made, that's the caddy should come up with that and yeah. say, you know, I think I think you need to hit the middle of the green or the back of the green, even if she had a 40-footer back down, because that's a tough green. Yeah, um, She would have been a lot better yeah. off. Unfortunately, 
early on in her round, whether you blame the caddy or her, is there were some signs that she was starting to doubt uh, whether she could win this. Now, she had been working with her mental game yeah, quite she's a bit. trying to not be so hard on herself, get down as much. You're seeing she was trying to keep it light, keep her self in a good frame of mind enjoying the round that sort of thing but, yeah, but when it was time to bear down she couldn't she couldn't and i can't remember if it was 15 or 16 when she chunked the chip yeah um and that's not on the caddy she just made a horrible swing well and so i'm saying yeah the caddy has certain blame here but she in the final analysis she's the one hitting the ball and she has to make the final decision yeah. uh and she whether the moment was too big for her, she's got 11 wins. But She's got 11 wins. She's been in the spotlight since she was 14 years old. I can't imagine that the moment was too big. Now, whether oh, I think it all may of a have sudden been. she started realizing she's finally going to do it and that altered her concentration or changed her perspective she all of a sudden changed her strategies or something that had been working so well for three days well i that's went on the question yeah i went on twitter and was pretty tough on uh <laughs> on her no it was facebook and i tough on on martin hall who's her, her instructor yeah and she used to work with jim mcclain who i think is a marvelous teacher and uh i he would never have allowed her short game to deteriorate to the point at which it it demonstrated uh in that that final nine holes um her knees were absolutely collapsing she had her core stop moving in that uh in her short game so there was some real doubt going on there now i've been there and the short game can fall apart when you're not feeling very confident um, but she's, she's a professional and she should be able to get, and she works on it all the time. She should be able to get through those tough times. And the mental game has a lot to do with those collapses. When you start to see the feet moving around, the knees collapsing and the core stop turning, I can tell you, and, and it was stopped turning in her full swing too, where she was making these really funky follow-throughs yeah. where she just her lower body her core could not support the movement of her upper body so she just couldn't rotate through um that's may start mentally but it also starts physically i don't know what her preparation was going into the u.s open but i can surely tell you that the work on her putting and and uh chipping was not sufficient for her to to hold on and win. And she's only got a couple more weeks before the uh, Women's PGA Championship at Atlanta Athletic Club. That'll be in two weeks, June 24th through the 27th. So the next major uh, coming quickly for the women. We'll have to see how she bounces back. Before we get to Pete Samuels with Ping, we've mentioned it. Brooks Kepka uh, doubling down, tripling down on the feud with uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. And he played this week, and so in his pre- tournament uh, press conference uh, it came up again as to just what is the beef between these two and Kepka sort of answered it he didn't say anything to me it wasn't um he wasn't speaking to me um he was I guess either it signed his scorecard or wherever he was and I was just to the right of the media tent 
where you go in, or I guess right in front of the microphones where you guys were all were. And um, he, I don't want to say he was like screaming. He was saying something about how he hit a perfect shot and it shouldn't have been there. And he was just, it was just very, very loud. Um, yeah, I don't think the mics picked up on that, but it was, it was, it felt like it was just so the fans could hear, or it, it was just with the media right there. You kind of know, hey, look, we're all kind of in this area. Just tone it down and it was just so loud and then I think he realized that he had gotten right behind me and he toned it down a little bit and he did, but it was still and I just lost train of thought which I think was pretty obvious so that's kind of what set him off there and that's I think the guys that are rubbed the wrong way by Bryson it's not what he it's his approach that somehow he is smarter than the game. Yeah, or he likes to, or he thinks himself the smartest person in the room. There's a definite personality conflict between the two of them. Uh, they they do not like one another, and it's it's kind of like our relationship. Uh, you and I tend to get along. Yeah, uh, we we kind of muddle through it, <laughs> but uh, and we're trying to decide which one is the smartest one in the room, and we both know who that is. Yes, it's me, but. And uh, a crack research uh, team just came yeah. on board with Palmetto information. So uh, they don't get along. I I think Steve Stricker has got some work to do. They are going to deny going into the Ryder yeah. Cup. Oh, there's no problem. This is all just, uh, you know, in the past. And we, we're friends and we get along. That's bull. These guys genuinely do not like yeah. one another. Well, here's the thing, though, and this is where Kepka is differing from Steve Stricker because this is he's asked about, you know, is this healthy? Well, yeah. Brooks, I'm just wondering, what is going on between you and Bryson? I don't know. How would you characterize it? How would I characterize it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where where you want to start. Uh, like... I guess, where, where do you want to start? That's, I guess, more my question. Is this a fun thing for you, or is there a little more to it? Or, you know, some people see this. This is, this is unusual for Paul, and we're saying, what's going on with these things? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good for the game. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I mean, the fact that golf's on pretty much every news outlet, for, I don't know, about two weeks uh, pretty consistently. I think that's a good thing. It's growing the game. Uh, he didn't know what to say, so he threw that out. Well, I think it's just stupid. One, he's withholding how he really feels because he knows that will just blow up with the golf media. They'll, they don't know how to. If he was truly honest, I don't think the golf media establishment would know how to comprehend it you know i and to backtrack you and i do get along the uh have you ever met somebody and you 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 didn't know why you just knew you didn't like yeah and and you can't really put your finger on it well i think that's the situation here and he was unable to put his finger on why he doesn't like him but they're again two different personalities i and i think Kepka doesn't like someone who wants to uh, shine a light on themselves. 
uh, brighter than it should be. No question. And and, and that's, that's going to make started. it. Yeah. So Steve Stricker, who's the Ryder Cup captain this year, has said he had an interview before he's playing out at uh, the Champions Tour in Wisconsin. Oh, he's not happy. He is not happy. <laughs> he knows he's going to have to deal with it. These two are probably both going to be on the on the squad one way or the other. And he's like. Look, he's, he already said he's not pairing them together. So, Oh, darn. Uh, so I think that's how you kind of... Maybe, but you know, he's more worried about the team room and having there be division and everybody's got to tiptoe around it and it becomes an issue for the entire team and that's what he's trying to figure out. Yeah, wouldn't At you like to be a fly on call, that wall yeah, in some the point team he's going to have to call both of them and go, listen, I got to handle this. It's going to be a media thing. I don't want it to be a media thing, so he's got to find a way to nip it in the bud. So when they get out there, they address it. This is the thing and everybody moves on. Well, but it's going to be a media thing because you know how you people yeah. just kind of pick away at things like yep. this. Well, and that means, I think it's going to mean Brooks is going to have to lay off the social media. That's, that'll be the one thing he'll ask Brooks. Do not have any of this passive aggressive, subtle jab stuff during the Ryder cup. Yeah. You can't do that. Uh, that would be a good place to start. I said, if you could just do it for two weeks while we're getting ready and doing this. Two weeks before you stop on social media. And then maybe uh, the media is not going to forget about it, but maybe there won't be any fuel for the fire. Exactly. So that's what's going on there. Very, very interesting to follow, and we'll see uh, how it all comes together. We'll wait and see if the USGA has a sense of humor, too, when they set the tee times. That'll be interesting as well. But Pete Samuel's <laughs> going to join us next from uh, Ping. Find out what they got working on here in 2021 for you to stick in your bag as we get to the uh, business of golf. Next, 1080 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 848 here, Jason Swigard, Harold Bluestein with you. Golf in the Northwest before we turn it over to Center and Saint. But uh, in the business of golf, uh, very pleased to have returning to the show, Pete Samuels, Director of Marketing and Communication for ping as uh father's day coming up so uh a lot of uh, people wondering what to uh get the golfer either uh dads wanting to know what to uh tell the family to put in their bag or uh getting something for himself so uh pete joining us here this morning good morning pete thanks for uh, hopping back on with us how are things uh with ping well absolutely happy to be back and good morning uh to you guys and your listeners and uh 
Well, you know, Ping, um, like the rest of the golf industry, is is on fire right now. So all all good things, selling lots of golf equipment and bags and uh, apparel, all those things. And um, as you guys know, lots of people are out playing golf more than ever, it seems. So so all good on that front. Well, indeed, and and I just uh, have completed uh, getting a whole new set and uh, or throwing a uh, G four twenty five four hybrid in the bag, which uh, the order has been uh, sent off and hopefully have here uh, soon. But as far as the the latest iteration, with so many more people throughout the pandemic finding golf as a source of recreation, something they can do, something to be social. How has that changed maybe Ping's focus in terms of uh, for the top like pros and amateurs and, and low handicap players to making clubs that are more amenable to those maybe being introduced for the first time or rediscovering the game for the first time? Well, that's a great question. And, and the reality is we were sort of positioned to do that already just because of our approach to product development and then certainly then custom fitting you know, fits into that, meaning, uh, you know, for that beginner golfer, someone maybe who, you know, used to play, who came back to the game, which we're seeing a lot of that, you know, we can build the clubs that are going to best suit their their abilities. Um, and then the other part of that is just how we develop product based on certain groups. So, uh, you know, we have a very strong junior line called the Prodigy line, um, which has done extremely well with uh, even before this all happened, but that's on the rise as more kids get involved. And then we have a, a specific women's line again that, that really targets that the woman who may have the slower swing speed, or you know we also see women who who fit into the the other clubs as well that might have a little faster swing speed that might prefer more of a G425, if you will. And and then certainly that, that G425 line is is the appeals to the masses from, you know, everybody from, you know, Bubba and Victor Hovland and Louis Eustazen to, to the everyday golfer. We've got something, um, you know, in our line to fit everybody, which is, you know, important because, um, as we all know, there's lots of different ways to play the game and certainly lots of different skill levels. Everybody wants to hit the ball further, including myself. So the you've got the new G20 or 425 driver. Uh, yep. What makes it so special? Well, you know, lots and lots of uh, research uh, over the years that we've learned, um, you know, how to make things better. And we're continually learning and applying those things to our latest products. Um, as you know, we've got a engineering background here. Karsten Solheim was a mechanical engineer. He founded the company more than 60 years ago based on engineering philosophies and, and proven um, techniques. So we just continue to, to put that into all of our clubs. And with the G425, um, it's got the highest moment of inertia in the game, which is the resistance to twisting so that means that you know if you miss hit the the ball a little bit which we all do more often than not you're still going to get really great results and that means not only more accurate drives but longer drives so a lot lot goes into into the g425 from the what we call the cg shifter which is the back weight that you can move around to 
to help influence your ball flight. And then, again, I'm going to get back to the custom fitting, but getting that right shaft, that right loft, um, that combined with the technology of the G425 is is what makes it longer. And, you know, we hear from people who say, gosh, I got fit and I gained, you know, 30 yards with, with my new driver. And that's that's true. Not every driver promises every golfer 30 more yards, but if you're playing a driver that isn't fit for you and you go through a proper fitting for the proper club, you can see 30 yards or more in some cases. So we don't always promise that, but again, it circles back to, to getting fit to make sure your equipment is best suited for your um, swing and strength. You've also got something new, I think, just this year with Arcos Caddy Smart Grips. Can you explain yeah. what those that program is? Well, yeah, Arcos is a really, really cool technology um, in you know the, that category called game tracking. So um, what we offer, and Arcos has been around for several years, and we actually um, started a partnership with them a couple of years ago. But uh, what you get is you get these sensors in um, the, that are embedded into the grip of your club, and then you download the Arcos Caddy app, and then the fun starts, right? So it offers lots of on-course um, GPS and um, what they call smart distances. So uh, the more you play with Arcos, the more Arcos knows about your game. So as you get into certain situations on the course, it'll be able to tell you, you know, you should hit a six iron here or or you should do this. So it's it's you use the right word in the beginning there. It's smart technology. It just we say it's a smarter way to play your best. So um, it helps on the golf course. And then for the real sort of data uh, guys that love analyzing their data, um, you've got some post-round features of Arcos that lets you really dig in to see, um, you know, it's like it's the strokes gain concept that you hear so much about on the tour. Um, so you can go look at, it'll give you a handicap, like a chipping handicap or a driving handicap. And, and as we all know, some of those are strengths or weaknesses. So it allows you to identify some areas of your game that, um, you know, might uh, need some work, or there's an area where you're really good and maybe you spend too much time on that. So, um, but with us, it, it comes with um, the G425 products, and then we also have a, a free offer uh, where you can get the Arcos um, screw in um, sensors if you own certain ping clubs. So, a lot of fun. There you go, Pete Samuels, Director of Marketing Communication. All that information at ping.com. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We'd love to uh, catch back up with you here real soon and uh, talk about some of the other things Ping is working on uh, for the golfers out there. All right. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, Pete Samuels, Director of Marketing and Communications. We will have him back uh, very soon. I want to ask kind of what is the next technological revolution because ping's always at the forefront of the engineering they really are and they started with their their custom fitting a long time ago this addition with the arcos uh, smart system is really effective if you want to know how where your problems lie and you want to quantify 
this system will do it, and that comes standard on their grip for so, all their clubs. Yeah, so, ping.com, uh, where you can go for all of that. Thanks to Will. As always, he'll be with Luke Center and St. following us. U.S. Open next week from Torrey Pines. Uh, we'll tear into it uh, all hour long. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. So anyway, everything was fine. I could breathe. I just couldn't swallow. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. I like leaving the stick in. I have, I have a spreadsheet. Sergio Garcia, the Spanish rat, fine. pulled up the sack out on the sidewalk at the street and right. just see if you can aim it in there from the porch. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. Peaches <laughs> in Europe. Uh. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.